When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know that today, today, the total number of PE licenses in the United States is, well, what do you think it is? I think this is crazy. There is 820,000 licensed PEs in the United States today. And the total number of surveying licenses is actually more than 50,000. That's quite a few PEs out there in the good old U.S. of A. Can you believe that? I mean, that's quite a few. So uh, the reference to that is at nces.org. I thought that was a fascinating stat. So if you are actually thinking of taking the civil PE exam, maybe you're thinking what are the first steps that you should do to prepare to take the PE exam so you can be uh, added to that number. Let's get this thing growing. And today we're actually going to take you through the journey and break that down for you so you understand uh, the first things to do to prepare for the civil PE exam. All right, so let's dive right into it. Again, we are talking about the steps that we need to take, the first things that we need to do in order to prepare for the civil PE exam. Um, some of these things might be a new no-brainer for you, but a lot of times if you're just thinking about studying for this thing, it helps to have a little direction on where to get started. So let's go ahead and talk about that um, as we prepare for this beastly exam. So the first step that you really need to do is you need to check with your own individual state and get registered with your own Department of Professional Licensing. So what you're going to need to do is become very familiar with your own state's requirements uh, and find out what they are in order to take the PE exam in the state that you are in. So I'm here in Utah, and many states are doing this where they are decoupling the exam, like when you can take the exam, from the experience. Um, So in Utah, you have to have four years of experience with a bachelor's degree. If you have a master's, it's less, um, and a doctorate, it's less than that. But with a bachelor's degree, you have to have four years of experience in order to actually earn your PE license. But you can actually take the exam earlier. So in order to do that, and many states are, are following this, not every state is, and this is why you need to check with your own state's requirements, I myself took it early also in Arizona, where you can actually take it with only two years under your belt. And um, so a lot of states have their own requirements for when you can actually take the exam. Most people here where I am from in Utah actually just wait out the four years and then take the exam because they know they can't they can't really get the PE anyway until they wait the time period for four years. So most people wait for four years, I would say, a majority of states in order to get their PE license. But you really need to understand what your state requires. Um, and so make sure you check out your own state's Department of Professional Licensing or DOPL uh, for engineering, civil engineering, and find out and make sure you're following the requirements. 
So, um, I mean, if you can take it earlier, that's a good thing because a lot of the subjects can be top of mind and you're not so removed from college education that you can't go back and, you know, jog the old memory. So, um, again, so that's the very first step is making sure that you are familiar with your own division of professional licensing and make sure you're following their rules. So, um, and, and in today's world right now, this is in 2019, every civil PE exam lands in April and October. It's two times a year. And the PE exam lands on a Friday. If you're an SE test taker, you take an exam on Friday as well as Saturday. So you have to plan accordingly as you're getting registered for this. Um, and uh, within that group, you are also going to have some survey guys that are going to take their exams as well to become professional surveyors. And so that's kind of the makeup of those taking the exams. The exams that are offered in April and October, um, as they switch that over to computer-based, which I believe is in 2023, um, then they're going to be offering similar to what it's like with the FE exam, something year-round that you can take it so many times in a year, etc. So that is step number one, though. Get familiar with your division of professional licensing, and that will help you get started. All right, let's go to step number two, dos. Uh, so the second thing you want to do after you're familiar with your own dopal in your own state is that you want to go to NCEES and get registered at NCEES.org, and you need to create an account with them. So if you haven't done that yet, this could be replaced for step number one, really, uh, if you wanted it to, because you're getting familiar with the exam itself, and it kind of naturally shoots you over to your own state's uh, division of professional licensing. So um, you, you can mix these two up if you wanted to, but you're going to go to NCES uh, and uh, create an account with them. You also need to understand when you want to take the exam, and you also need to understand which depth section you are going to take. Um, if you are undecided, I do have a couple of tips for you, but I will get to those in a little bit. So the NCES is going to walk you through what steps you need to do in order to get registered. And so all of a sudden, right out of the gate, not only are you registering for an account, but you're making a bunch of commitments about when you're taking the exam, which depth section that you're going to commit to, etc. So um, let's talk about that real quick now, is um, if you are confused about which depth section to commit to, um, there's a couple of tips that I have. The first thing, obviously, is that if you are using a particular subject at your workplace or you want to dive deeper into that subject because you know it's helpful in your workplace, then I would stick with that. If you are dealing with, um, you know, foundation work or um, anything to do with soils, obviously, I think you should be doing geotech. If you're doing more structural stuff, Obviously, you should be structures. A lot of engineers, though, are undecided in that area, and they usually default to construction as their depth exam. And I do think that is a mistake because I personally think that that construction depth exam is is deceptively people think it's easy and it's not. And so what ends up happening is people go take that construction depth exam and just get slapped in the face because um, 
they ask a lot of hard questions. So it covers a lot of breadth of the material um, that you would find in civil engineering and a lot of stuff engineers just haven't seen before. But I'm not discouraging that. I think if you are in the construction world and that is what you want to do, you can definitely study for it and prepare to pass it. I'm just giving you a heads up on that. So again, if it's going to benefit you in your workplace, that's the one to go for. The second thing is, is if you actually have no clue of what to take, my own personal recommendation is to actually um, look back at what you enjoyed studying in school. And if you did well at, say, in water resources, then I'm going to point you to that to take the exam because you're going to end up putting your head into books for a long time, studying problems for quite a bit, and you want to give yourself the best chance uh, possible to pass. So if that's the case, then we want to get you that best chance and you might as well do something you enjoyed and did well in. So let's go back and look at what we enjoyed in school. If that was transportation or geotech or whatever, that's what I recommend you take if you are undecided. So there you go, guys. Uh, We've covered step number one and step number two already. Uh, Step number two is Go create an account with NCES, commit to a date, and commit to the depth section you are going to take. And that's going to wrap up step number two. Hey guys, before we continue, I want to talk about a sweet, sweet resource we have for you that is actually free. If you want help studying for the FE, the PE, or just need sweet career advice, you can join other like-minded individuals that are going through the same thing you are going through and can get support from others that are there. Go join up with our free community. We have a free group on Facebook. If you just go to ceacommunity.com, you can go get uh, linked and registered for our own Civil Engineering Academy group. And feel free to post anything related to civil engineering there. We are going to be there to help you, but more importantly, you have a community there to help you as well. It's a sweet resource for you. Go check it out. And did we mention it's free? Yeah, it's free. So go get it. CEACommunity.com. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into step number three. And step number three is that we need to dive into getting our reference material. Now, we have a ton of reference material you can go check out at civilengineeringacademy.com. Just go check on uh, resources and you can find breadth and depth resources that we list there. But um, what you're going to be doing is beg, borrow, or buy your reference material. So, I know a lot of you work with other coworkers that are civil engineers, and if that is the case, then maybe you would like to ask them to borrow their their stuff, right? So if you can get it for free, that's probably the way to go. If not, you're going to try to get as many problems you can, you know, work. Um, how do you put a limit on that? I don't know, but you'll you'll understand as you start studying, and you do need more problems. You will get more as you get to that point because the secret to passing this is really to practice the problems. So we actually have a little discount code for you. If you end up getting your material and books, I know everybody uses the Civil Engineering Reference Manual, the CIRM, which is from PPI. We are actually an affiliate with them. And if you 
do go to ppidepass.com. Go use our discount code of CIVAC to get 15% off any book that is there. And that should help you get started, especially getting your civil engineering reference manual, which is the Bible when it comes to studying for the PE exam. Now, a lot of people ask, well, do I need the latest version? And you don't need the latest version. We're always going to recommend that you have the latest version because, well, they they update the codes, right? So they're going to update the codes. Any errata or mistakes that were found in previous versions are going to be fixed. And so every new edition incorporates those things. And they also uh, incorporate the latest codes that are pushed out by the NCES, so you're getting the latest edition. And that is very helpful, especially if you're going into structures, uh, as that has the most codes involved. So the point is here is that you need a good reference. You need good reference material. You need good practice problems. And um, like I said, we have a ton of those. If you just go to civilengineeringacademy.com, and we can help you out with that. Um, And then if you go to uh, PPI to pass to start gathering additional material, uh, use our discount code CIVAC and make sure you get 15% off any book there. Now, the reference material is large, especially if you're getting the civil engineering reference manual as your main go-to book. And there are a lot of sections that just aren't on the PE exam. It's an excellent resource for your office. um, But if you're studying for the PE exam, there are entire sections that are just not on the exam. And so that includes the electrical section, a lot of the math stuff. Uh, they've uh, The NCES has changed their spec. Uh, there's very uh, there's very few environmental problems. They've cut a lot of the transportation out, although it is still obviously in the exam. And if you're taking the depth, obviously you need that. But for the breadth portion, for the most part, that's been cut, scaled back a little bit from previous versions. And, and again, these change all the time, but, uh, you know, when you're getting a reference book, the size of the CIRM, it's helpful to go through the spec that you get from NCES and understand, uh, what material that you're going to be needing and not. So, um, you know, beg, borrow, buy, get your resource material. That is step number three. That also includes getting the right calculator, which you can find, um, the policies for NCES, they have all the policies for your testing, but um, you got to get the right calcu- calculator that they approve. I used, uh, let's see, I used one of the TI-30X calculators. Um, any of them will do. Um, the approved ones are the FX-115 and the FX-991 Casio calculators. You have the HP-33S and the HP-35S models. No others are involved. They're kind of the Cadillac of calculators. And then uh, is Cadillac the is, can Can we say that? I don't know. Um, Texas Instruments is probably the most popular. The reason why I like the TI-30X is because it's got the solar function on there. Um, but a lot of calculators, maybe you want are, are a little more programmable functions as part of them. But honestly, for the PE exam, you don't need much but a basic calculator to get through them because there's just not a lot of math and um, statistics and such like that on the PE exam. Now, for the FE exam, yeah, you, you want something you can program and that can run uh, statistics and such for that. But for the PE exam, for the most part, I used that TI-30X, and that was just just fine. little pro tip is make sure you're using that calculator um, all the time. 
um, get very familiar with it as that's um, the the tool, one of the only tools you can bring with you into the exam along with the books you get. So make sure you have that. Uh, also make sure that if you have any loose leaf paper as part of your resources, that you get all those collected and bound in a three ring binder, any notes that you have, because you cannot have any loose leaf paper um, taken to the exam or you will get kicked out. And you don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? So there's always that guy. Um, you don't want to be that guy. Um, so get familiar with the NCES guidelines, get all your resource material, and um, you'll be in good shape. And that does it for step number three, beg, borrow, or buy your reference material. All right, guys, let's jump into step number four. And step number four is really to set a proper mood for ourselves. And what that means is that we got to get into study mode. So uh, step number four, after we've done those first three steps, get into study mode and prepare to practice, 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 practice. Did I say practice? You got to practice a ton of problems. I mean, like a ton of problems. This is the key to passing. I mentioned it before, but this is a huge, huge step into preparing for the P exam. And it's really one of the first things you got to start doing, get in the right mindset to prepare to go back to school and start practicing. So this means that you need to find a good spot to study and get mentally prepared for this challenge that you're about to take. It's really a part-time job as what you could treat this as. I mean, you're going to be studying this stuff, uh, whether you have breaks at um, work or whether you have um, lunchtime or before you get to work or when you get home, all this stuff at night times. Um, you know, your wife's going to divorce you and your kids are going to leave. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you got to tell your friends, you got to get support from people because this is going to be a huge monumental achievement for you. And you got to get people on board, get your close family, friends on board and let them know that you are going to be practicing a ton of problems and uh, you're not going to be around for a little bit, at least for three months. So find a spot to sp uh, study. That spot could be your office. It could be your library. It could be your mother-in-law's kitchen. I don't care where it is. Just find a spot that you can lay out all your material and just really hit it hard. So whatever works for you and your study personality that's what you're going to do. Um, I myself used my just my home office. It was close to a computer and I could play some nice music, which helped me relax. Sometimes music is a distraction, but for me, it kind of, if you run the right kind of music, I kind of like that. Uh, what do I like? I kind of like those um, movie, uh, you know, movie music or something like that. You know, play a little Braveheart or something in the background, get you motivated. It's not distracting because there's no music and stuff like, I mean, there's no lyrics. So, uh, you know, that worked for me, but doesn't work for everybody. Do what works for you. Um, it's most likely, obviously, that you've been out of school for four years, less again, if you have a master's degree. Uh, and depending on, you know, what your professional licensing is in your state, but you got to get back into study mode. And that is really a huge challenge for people, especially if you've been out of school for a while. And I just want to let you know that people are, are all in that same boat, you know, and not everybody remembers everything they studied in school. It's just, that's just not what's going to happen. But you've, you have studied it and you know, it's there and it's easier to pick up 
again as you start looking through the material. So um, that is step number four. Get into practice mode. Get your study spot set up and get mentally prepared to start studying for this exam. Now, step number five is our final step as we dive into this. And step number five is to, again, I touched upon this in step number four, but step number five is to get your family and friends on board of this major milestone in your life. And so the reason for that is because this is going to take three to four months of your life. And so, you know, you might need to say goodbye to those nights that you just do whatever you want and say goodbye to the you know, Netflix binging episodes and stuff like that. You got to dedicate the time to do this. And it really helps, obviously, if you've got family and friends on board, because you know what, they're there to support you. If you're married and then, you know, your wife or spouse, you know, they're they're all there to help you. This is going to be a help not only to you, but your family. As you get the PE license under your belt, it's going to be a huge boost to you and your career. So let's make sure everybody is on board and you set expectations um, for the study habits that you're going to have to put in place in order to really pass this exam. So we got to make sure all of that's in place and uh, everybody's on board to help you out. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, we wanted to let you know about a killer discount code that we are offering to you. We've teamed up with PPI, one of the industry leaders for helping students pass the FE and PE exams. And we have a discount code. If you go there and check out any book or course and use the discount code of CIVAC, you will get 15% off at checkout. So pretty sweet deal for you. And if you head to uh, civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI, It'll take you there. Use the discount code of CIVAC and get 15% off anything they offer. So pretty sweet deal. Go check it out. <laughs> 